Hey everyone, this is the Relationships and Chill Podcast, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to know when you found the one, and some of the key takeaways would be know what you're looking for by knowing yourself and become what you desire to attract. Stay tuned. You're listening to Relationships and Chill, the podcast for singles and couples about how to find and cultivate the relationship you've always dreamed of based on trust and honest communication. Why waste your time going through the typical dating obstacle course only to end up with drama, jealousy, and heartbreak when you can find the love of your life and live happily ever after? So sit back, chill, and get ready to make relationships great again. Greetings, everyone. Greetings. Welcome to another edition of Relationships and Chill. I am your host, Coach R. Anthony, and I am joined by the love of my life, my woman, <laughs> Coach Elulu. <laughs> dot net com. <laughs> my wife, Coach Elulu, is here. We're going to talk about some very important stuff. Hey, everybody. Um, this episode is being sponsored by the husband and wife material guides that we're going to be having coming out. Mm-hmm. Also, um, the couples compa- compatibility, uh, checklist that we have coming out. Also, you guys don't want to miss that. Definitely check that out when it comes out. Uh, we apologize for not recording last week. We had a lot of things going on. Um, so we're going to definitely make sure that this one is worth about five of them. It's going to be, (laughs) it's going to be worth his waiting goal when you guys, uh, take the time to listen to it, um, all the way to the end. So, um, in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to know that you found the one. How do you know you found the one is what we're going to be discussing today. And I think it's very interesting, especially if you're out in the dating field. Now, if you're already in a relationship, well, if you're already married, then you probably don't want to hear this thing, just in case you like this. My person ain't the one. No, but they are the one. Trust you me. They are the one. Um, it's just a matter of perspective. And uh, so we're, we're, we're going to approach to this basically how we um, knew we were the ones for each other. Mm-hmm. How we how we came to the conclusion that. This is it. I ain't going nowhere. I don't want nothing else. Um, this is it. Like, I'm going to be with you. We're going to be together for life. Right. Period. Um, how do you know when you found that, though? That's that's very interesting. That's what we're going to touch on today. How do you know when you found that person that you're like, this is it for me. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I can be with this person for the rest of my life. So, I... Um, I guess I could start off for me, right? The way I knew or the way I knew actually I talked about this before. I knew before I knew. Um I knew before I knew meaning that I knew that she had the potential just based on a picture that I saw. I was like that's going to be my woman. <laughs> Didn't know her um from anybody, but I was like if she meets certain qualifications she has certain characteristics certain traits she's not in a relationship she doesn't she doesn't have all this stuff going on then we can move further and further and, for, and further so it was a progressive thing for me it wasn't just like i knew she was the one and then everything just happened um you know just fell into place so to speak it was a process it was a layered process when i first saw her picture on there and I sent her a request on on Facebook. I wanted to monitor her and not monitor her like that, but I wanted to like observe her and see how she was, the type of person that she was. I didn't just want to, you know, just come straight out because it could have been just a failed mission and, and the mission, you know, would have carried on and would have kept going. So you never really know who's watching. Um, I got a buddy of mine who had a, a couple of most of my homeboys. um, have had a situation like that where they observed the woman they knew they wanted her they knew that she was the one for them they knew that they wanted to marry this particular woman 
I got a buddy that waited about a year and a half before he actually approached her. He wanted to watch her for a while because he had made the mistake prior to her of choosing the wrong woman. And it was a disaster. So he was more cautious at this point because he didn't want the same thing to happen and he didn't want to deceive himself. So I know it's a lot of women out there that kind of want to rush the process of, of dating and getting married and having kids and doing all that stuff. But it doesn't always work out like that. I saw a young lady a while ago who posted something on Facebook. She said that she could not do the friend zone with a guy. If a guy came to her and said, listen, I'm interested, but we're going to have to be friends for a year. She was like, no, I'm not waiting. Wow. (laughs) She was like, nope, not going to happen. And, you know, the crazy thing is, like, she's over 30. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like she's young not you know obviously if you're over 30 you're still young but i mean like you ain't a fresh spring chicken you ain't like 19 <laughs> 20 21 22 where no i'm saying like in the sense that they feel like well the best years of my life type of thing like it's just a mentality that i'm speaking about I'm not saying that that is the case i'm just saying from the societal uh perspective that's how people view it if you're over a certain age this is you should be a lot more patient is i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah uh, in the process of meeting someone, especially if you're 30, over 30, I mean, you could be any age, but I'm just saying, especially over 30, you don't want to just make a decision just to make a decision. And that's what I'm saying about that. Um, just because you feel like, well, I should be married or I'm not going to waste my time talking to somebody um, and it don't doesn't pan out. Well, if it ain't going to pan out, it's not going to pan out regardless. Um but I said all that to say that he wanted to observe the this woman and, and get and get to know her from the outside and not jump right into it and and be be um what's the word I'm looking for when you're just all shook up in love sprung well no not sprung. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm like I mean you know when you're just in that in that in love mode where you can't you know where you can't really see straight you can't really think straight anyway I, it'll come I back get to what me you're saying. I get yeah. what you're saying. it'll come back to me eventually <laughs> but um he didn't want to be in that mode and another buddy of mine same thing you know um he waited about about a year before he actually made a move to really say hey listen i'm interested in you um and this is this is what i, I want to get to know you i want to get with you you know, that type of thing. Same thing with the guy before I was mentioning. He he did the same thing. He At the point where he finally approached her, they got married within probably like a year. Like, it didn't take long. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of women will complain about the process taking too long. But you're still going to, even if you're with somebody, you're still going to be in that three-year range anyway. So, all together is about three, three and a half years. You know, from the time he saw her to the time they oh. got married was about close to about three years. Okay, yeah. Or two and a half years. So um, so you're going to run into the same thing if you got a man that's patient. And that's why I created this checklist because there's a, a lot of things that women don't take into account when they're, they only think, a lot of women only think get married. Right? So you, a lot of women miss the patience and the other traits that a man is exhibiting. And those are the things that are most important to the long-term thinking of a relationship. Not just, see, it's it's just like anything else. If you try to plan this and do this thing short-term with short-term thinking, because you want to do this, you want to get married, you want to have kids as fast as you can, then the process easy come, easy go. As fast as it comes is as fast as it goes. Because you're really not getting in a relationship for the right reason. You're not getting in a relationship for that person. You're getting in a relationship for yourself. And that's horrible. You know what I mean? You get into a relationship for that person because of what that person means to you. What that person is is bringing to you to cultivate something for the two of you and vice versa. And that is what establishes a great relationship. So for me, I knew 
I knew this going in because my mentor, I saw it with them. I saw I got like the best glimpse of what it means to be in love, what it means for a couple to be together forever, what it looks like, what it, what does it feel like? And that's what we've cultivated. We've cultivated that that or that people can feel. They're like, man, it's just something different. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah. but excluding them, we feel different when when we just like we, we are different in the sense that we can literally just hang around each other for pretty much all day. You know, we got our own little spaces, our own little things that we do. But for the most part, we're here together pretty much all day. Yeah. And so, you know, but I for me, I just knew before I knew. Um, and with because I had that mentality, right? And that's the that's kind of like the first part for me, um, you know. And I can go into more. Go ahead. I, I was go gonna ahead. say I did not have that <laughs> mentality at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> I knew um, it was like a mix of I know how you know now I've learned from you how how important it is to know what you want. Mm-hmm. I was like in in transition of I was about halfway like I knew what I did not want Mm -hmm. from what I had experienced before and I also finally for the first time had been able to narrow down exactly what I wanted Mm. um and I knew I was like I'm going to find this like I was just determined I knew within myself I will find this Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know how long it was going to take. I didn't care how long it was going to take. But I was like just focused on what it was. It was about half and half what I what I wanted and mm. what I didn't want. OK, what what did you determine and how did you determine what did, what you wanted? Um, like what, what was the conclusion that you said? OK, this is what I absolutely must have or must. This is what I absolutely want. For for me personally, I'm not saying this is going to be like this for for all women, but I had really just for a moment looked back at like my habits and the type of people that I had been meeting. Um, and then I was like, OK, somehow, I don't know, but it just like hit me. I'm like, I'm going to need someone that that can teach me like someone who that can lead you that can. Yeah, that can lead me. Um, and I definitely had to be. Another one that was like right away I needed is I knew I needed to be the priority, mm-hmm. like absolutely number one in that man's life. Mm-hmm. Um, those are like the two major ones that that were like big shifts for me that I was focusing in on and looking out for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I saw that definitely for sure right off the bat with you. Mm-hmm. Now, where did you see? Um, that I was a priority mm-hmm. for you and and you were teaching me there was like things that um back then you had your blog with the sex single diet and you had your podcast <laughs> and i was like oh he got a podcast he had a book <laughs> out i was like okay this man's different um <laughs> you know what i'm saying and, <laughs> <laughs> and so um i loved that and i felt like we were just like on a similar path like i was also in a place where i was just like asking similar questions of of things you were covering and teaching with those platforms um and and i could tell you were you were also in a space where you're just like learning and growing and and things like that so it was like i recognized immediately what i wanted and i also recognized immediately like um the similarity that was within me mm-hmm. um okay so i knew this was like this is going to be something would important. you would you say that it was because you started the process of going in a certain direction that caused you to that caused things to kind of align would you would, i believe so like looking back on it yeah 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 i believe so for sure yeah i think so too because you know um I th- that's how it works you know that's really how it works and and similar to you i had i had went through the process after i saw my mentor and his wife um 
of meeting other women, of course, but I learned from those experiences um, what what's most important, and, and it's most important to know what you want as opposed to what you don't want. And, and I talk on I talk about that, and I go into really big detail in the checklist and the guides about determining and establishing what you want as opposed to being so strong in what you don't want because what you don't want becomes dominant in your life and you begin to absolutely focus on those things that you don't want because they will be heavily in front of you and those are the things that you will constantly attract or you will attract new don't wants. You'll attract new things that you don't want. So it's a it's a habitual process. Um, and as you get to know someone, the things that you don't want, if you don't want dominant, you will have a don't want relationship, meaning that everything in the relationship is going to be a product of what you don't want. You, you're only going to see things that you don't want to happen. And so it moves really into a fear based relationship where now you're pushing the person to become what you don't want. And you are reconfiguring and, and creating in your own mind a mentality, like I said, of don't want, but that that person is against you. But they're really a manifestation of everything that you've been thinking and saying up until that point. And so that's why um, it's important to kind of reconfigure your experiences by not just saying what you don't want, but pointing out the things that you want. And instead of saying, I don't want this, say, say, I want this, the outcome. You have to focus on the outcome. So that way, as you move into a relationship and as you say, listen, I need you to do this or I want you to do this. And then they do it. You will see what they're doing and you will appreciate it. So it actually opens up. See, one thing it does. When you are heavily vested and don't want it moves you into a fear based relationship when you are focused on what you want it moves you into an appreciative relationship because you're able to see what that person is doing because you're in tune with things that you want the good stuff the positive and you're in tune with the outcome and as you get more in tune with the outcome you be more in, you will be more in tune with the appreciation of the outcome so it puts you in a thankful space. So but you but that's what I gained from the experience afterwards. I knew based on the things that I had saw, I said if if it's not like that, I don't want it. I want a relationship like that. See see what I did there? I want a relationship like that. If it's not like that, I don't want it. But I want a relationship like that. So it's okay to start with what you don't want. That's cool. That's cool. But don't end there. Right. Put what you want at the very end. Right. Or at the very beginning. But make sure you put it in there. Mm -hmm. If not, you're going to be, I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want that. Well, what do you want? I don't know. That's the funniest thing about when I, when I talk to people about what they want. You know, I say, well, what are you looking for? Um, I don't know. I just kind of know it when it when it happens. But if you don't know what's happening now, how are you going to know what's going to happen or what's happening then? Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's a difference if you say, I know what I want, but I don't know when it's going to happen. But when it happens, I'll be aware. Right. And that's the key. You know, being in the moment, being present, but knowing what you want allows you to be present. And you, when you meet the person, if you're in the present moment and you're aware of who you are and the things that you want, then it'll be a, it'll become apparent that that person exhibits those traits of things that you want. Because there's a certain frequency that comes with being in line with what you want, because you have to do the things in order to. Um, to get what you want. It's like with your workouts. You know, in order to get to lose five pounds or to weigh, let's say you want to you weigh 150, you want to weigh 140. In order to weigh 140, you got to do things that get you in tune with being 140. Right. Meaning that you have to exercise a certain amount 
certain amount of day, eat, eat a certain type of way to tune you up to the point where you're now weighing 140 pounds. Hmm. But you can't just do it by saying, I don't want to weigh 141 or I don't want to weigh 150 no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, but, but people do that with dating. They say, I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want that. Well, what do you want? Because you're going to be st- weighing the same amount if you don't determine what you want and then get in tune and start moving towards that direction right. um, of what you what you want. And then you have to calibrate your whole life to what you want. And then it just falls in place. Right. It really does just fall in place. Um, I know for me before, too, I, I really kept myself guarded. Like I really was like, I'm holding on to this very special part of me for the woman that I choose to be with. Like there were there was there was this part of me that every woman I was meeting, they wanted more insight into who I am. They wanted to cause I I could get into some deep stuff here. But the 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 way <laughs> the way that we work as humans, I'll give you guys this. The way that we work as humans is to the degree that we allow someone in is the degree of the depth of the relationship that we establish. So this is another sign to look for. How open you are or how, 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 let's see, I can say it like this. How a person opens you up internally determines their position in your life. So the level of intimacy that we created is based on the information that I allowed her to have about me and vice versa. Mm. So as we got to know each other more and who she is unlocked certain parts of who I am and certain experiences that we had together unlocked a part of myself that I kept guarded. That's how I knew that this woman had a key to a specific part of me that no other woman had. And a lot of it came through the problems that we had in the relationship early on. Right. Yeah. So just because you're having problems does not mean that the relationship is over. It just really means that it's time to dig a little bit deeper or allow that person in or call it, you know, call it off. But most of the time it's just because people don't want to allow other people in. They don't want to be vulnerable with the tough conversations and the tough information, the secrets and the things that we, we hold on to and that we guard. Yeah. Like this woman knows everything about me. Like she knows all the deepest stuff about me, who I am. Mm-hmm. And you about me. Exactly. And so that allows you in to a deeper level of who the person is, the person that they don't show or can't show everybody else and that's how intimacy intimacy is established is established on the back end on the in the the quiet the, the the place where nobody else can get to that's intimacy that's how you get in and if a person is not allowing you in then you may not have the key or they may not have the key if you're if you if they can't get past or if they can't get in they don't have the key. And that was one of the, the guiding principles that I used. I protected myself and I was aware of the protection that I had. So it made me aware that if a woman could penetrate and unlock this door, then I need to look in a little bit more. But guess what? That's only phase one. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you, you got past phase one. Most everybody gets past phase one. But when you get to phase 19, I'm going to start looking at you a little different. I'm like, okay, you, we on to something here. But you have to be aware of, and I'm not talking about guarding yourself from being hurt. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about guarding yourself in a way that I mean the level, the un- unlocking of your heart to allow a person to fully explore who you are, to go into the deepest depths to go into the darkest darknesses of your heart, of your soul, of your life, of your experiences, and you allow them in in a way that is unique to anybody else you've ever dealt with. 
and um, and they have to allow you in. See, that's another thing too. It's one thing for them to be masterful at getting in, but they also have to allow you in. Right, they have to reciprocate. They have to, well, you have to have the key too, because some people are just really good at getting into a person's mind or a person's heart, and then that's it. They just feel. But you also have to have a degree of unlocking to their heart too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was one of the main things that that I uh I held on to and I made sure to observe as I met different women throughout my life. Um but yeah, for me that's that was one of the main things. What you Um I think too when it when it did get to those times where we had bumps in the road. <laughs> Um, that's a good way to put it yeah (laughs) (laughs) also it was it was also seeing my reaction to you helped me realize that you were the one like my my willingness to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and my something i I locked into in you too right but after i said that i just remembered also how much you really had to pull it out of me but well you didn't know how to be vulnerable at that time yeah that's true um but yeah so my willingness to to open up that side of me Mm -hmm. to you and also um or maybe i had to unlock it maybe it wasn't that you didn't know how it's just that i had to edge you along and make you and unlock it up but you know just turn the turn the knob a little bit yeah (laughs) (laughs) you did help me out a little bit with that one um but also too, I guess before that is how much I was willing to like do whatever it takes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to make our relationship work and to to figure out like what was going on with me to to help um, become more of the woman that you needed mm-hmm. uh, for the relationship to work. And then I think that fed into like me being able to finally be vulnerable with. Um, with like getting out of my comfort zone and my walls and things like that. Mm-hmm. How do you think you established those walls? Um, that is a good question. <laughs> I never thought about that part of it. Mm. Like how I established how I established the walls. I think it. I. I think it was a lot had to do with. The fact that I haven't, I hadn't even been there. Mm. Does that make like I didn't even understand it? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know the truth of it. Mm-hmm. So there was like no way I could even share it. But share what? Like, like because this might be not, a new area. <laughs> <to go into. laughs> I like share what was on the on the other side of like those walls. And oh, okay, like and we're, well, we're here now. At yeah. This point. yeah, yeah. So. Um, I think that had to do a lot with it. And then, you know, you being the person, you know, with your analogy with the key and everything, you helped me understand and understand and study myself so that I, so that I could, I guess, even like communicate it to you. Mm -hmm. Because I I just, I didn't even know it myself. I think that was like the biggest thing. You know what? I didn't even know, like the the walls were up to so many different things because they were to places that I never did. I never into. dug into. Mm. I think to a certain degree we're all like that. I think, um, you know, as we go through and dig through these wall, dig and knock down these walls. I I, I don't think you can do it yourself. Um, no, you I can't don't think do I it. Yeah, done that by myself. I don't think because you don't know they're there. Until somebody brings, and that's a whole nother comment, because I want to, I want to definitely touch on something that's gonna probably change the whole narrative yeah. about self love. So, um, well, the thing is, you have to have somebody who is skilled enough and who is willing and loving enough to delve and help you delve into the things that c- cause you to miss out on the opportunity. On any opportunity, but specifically with them, because I believe that people are sent into our lives when we're ready for them and when we're open enough to allow them in. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because it's kind of like having your door bolted down. You know what I'm saying? And I could be a master locks, locksmith person. You know what I'm saying? But I may be able, you may got 10 locks on there. I'm, I'm, I know how to break down these nine. I just need you to open this one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just unlock one. I can do the whole, I can do the other nine. I, like I, I know these locks. I'm comfortable with these locks. I'm, I'm an expert in these locks. But this tenth one is something that I, I'm not aware of. This is a new one. This is something that you created that is unique to you. You're the only one that has this key. So I need you to unlock this. But I'm going to tell you how to unlock it because you lost the key. Ooh. <laughs> so I'm going to teach you how to un- – and that's kind of like the philosophy and that's kind of the analogy I'm using that happened in our relationship um, on both sides, but specifically more so for me because I was more experienced and I have a better understanding. Obviously, that's kind of why I wanted to create this, but not obviously in that way. But um, <laughs> I have a little bit more working knowledge on how the mind and the heart and how we are as humans. So I wanted to 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 use that. And, that, and all, I learned all this through work. And that's why I, I said and used those I, I created. Um, the purpose of a man, the purpose of a woman, the purpose of a relationship, because a man should be able to do this. He should be able to delve into you because we are the more logical being. Now, she can help me become more emotional, which she has in the sense that I have more compassion for people. I have a more capacity to want to understand why, you know, why people are the way they are and more willingness to help them. Because before I was like, if you ain't giving me the draws, you ain't getting no help. (laughs) (laughs) If you ain't bending it over, it's over. No, I was just, but uh, (laughs) um, no, but for real though, I I really was like, you know, I'm going to give you more. And I always say this, but I'm going to give you more than what you think you're going to give me. You know what I'm saying? Because what I'm going to do is unlock some some things that you've built up over time. But that ended up being a problem, too, because then they established and developed these feelings for me that I told them there's not going to be anything more. But because they had never had someone unlock these doors for them, they now feel like this is it. But I didn't feel like that. They couldn't unlock any doors within me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't get in because I was a master at understanding why they wanted to get in they wanted to get in because they wanted to they would have got they wanted me for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. they wanted me to be a showcase like they just wanted to say i got this this nice mm-hmm. this nice uh trophy guy just nice yeah you know what i'm saying it's nice statue of a man and then i would have been i would have been a pretty much a broken man because I would not have been allowed to flourish and be genuinely who I am. Mm-hmm. I would have been caged. I would have been a caged bird. But I, I got to fly. You know what I'm saying? And that's one great thing about you, baby. Like, ain't no cages. Nope. You just like, hey, you know, the window's open. <laughs> I'm like, man, this is a nice place, nice facility. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, get all, <laughs> I get all the bird baths I want. I get all the treats. <laughs> And I can fly every now and again, you know what I'm saying? I can go out in the trees and look out and be with the other birds. And then I'm like, man, y'all going to sleep outside. I'm sleeping in the house tonight. <laughs> no, but, um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't want to ramble on too much more about this. But I think what what I want to say about this is, you know, um, you there's a certain level of freedom that comes in having the right person. And as you begin to chip away at the things that are binding you to a certain way of thinking and looking at things, just the whole process of dating and getting to know someone, we're bound to what we believe is supposed to happen. And, when you meet someone who said who you can come to the conclusion and the awareness with or a little bit before that 
this is who I am. I can only give you this. And that person accepts that. That's what is a good indication or the best indication. The freedom that you have to express and be who you truly are without the masks on yeah. is the key to finding because you got to know what you're looking for in order to find it. But when you find it, it's going to be the key because it's gonna, it's not going to be just, it's not going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. Like we didn't, ha- it didn't just magically appear. We went through a process, process that, a process that really ended us. Yeah. The way we used to think. Right. But it gave birth to the way we think now. So that's why a lot of people that are in these relationships, you know, I encourage them to try something new. Try it this way. Try it that way. Look at it like this. But now, like, I can't really do it with just one person. I have to have both of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got to talk to both of the parties involved in order for oh, me. Oh, helping couples? Yeah, because one person could literally mess up the whole process. Yeah. You know, if they're not in agreement that this is what we're going to do, then the whole thing will be for nothing. But it could work. It could literally work. If you're in a relationship right now where you feel like you're the only one working, two things. Either you're working because you want to save face or you genuinely want it to work, but you just don't know how to make it work. And that's where we're we're going to be offering soon is counseling for coaches i mean for couples and for singles because specifically for couples you you need both you you got to have both in order to come to the awareness and come to the understanding of what what is i mean because there's so many things that i could talk about because people believe and i'm a People believe, and this is kind of like a side thing. That's why I'm saying it's gonna be like five. It's gonna be like five episodes in one. <laughs> but people believe that the person they're with, that they've chosen to be with, is not who they're supposed to be with because of something they're doing or not doing. But usually, what I found, what I find, is that person is exactly who you're supposed to be with. That person is doing exactly what's suitable for you you just have been influenced and you believe that this person is doing things contrary to what you what should be done in a relationship but the reality of it is that person is ideally who you're supposed to be with because you're somewhere in what you're doing on a daily basis is a reflection of what that person what you're saying that person is doing it's a fact the thing you're complaining about is the thing you're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see that a lot. Yeah. The very thing that you're complaining about is the very thing you're doing. You're not doing it to the degree that that person is. But guess what? You're still doing it. Um, you're still You're still making the same decisions as that person. That's why you initially got with that person in the first place. Now, the subtle details, we can, you know touch on those in another episode but for this one you don't want that kind of relationship this is why this stuff that i'm saying is important to to honestly be true to yourself um and but with the understanding and the awareness that you're going to have to make some concessions if you want the best relationship you're going to have to make some concessions to the things that you're holding on to meaning you're going to have to relinquish some of the some of the grips on the things that you believe about yourself that are not true. Because a person that is going to want to be with you is going to challenge the things that you feel are true about yourself. If they don't do that, then you're going to attract exactly what you are. But if a person wants to elevate who you are to become better than who you are, I think you should open be open to it. Mm-hmm. She open to allowing t- and and allowing that person to interject their strength maybe in that area into your life. Right. But if you're closed off and think that this is just who I am, then you then you will eventually 
start to believe that you're not compatible. You may not be compatible in that one area because you're holding on to it. But what are they holding on? And that's what makes you compatible because both of you guys are holding on to something. That's like attracting light. Mm -hmm. So that's, um, you know, there's so many more things. But if I could just sum it up into those things, if I could just sum it up, just the things that uh, that I kind of wrote down that I probably won't. <laughs> I probably, you know, to sum it all up, the things that I probably won't touch on is just who you are. For me, I'm a teacher. I love to teach. I love to learn. I love to share information. I love just becoming better. And um, that's something that won't change. So the way I approach it is by knowing that about myself, what won't change, what will be the same meaning. These are things that I absolutely will do with or without her. And I love doing them. And they're only a benefit to me and to everybody around me. That's what I'm talking about. Not just anything holding on. You believe that you a bad B or, you know, you're a real N word. No, I ain't talking about that. You got to let that stuff go. You got to let that crap go. Cause only thing you're going to attract is what you don't want. Allegedly. Um, but if I could sum it up, I would say that I would say that who I am at the core and who I will continuously be in the future is a lover, is a learner, is a thinker, is a person that is continuously getting better and continuously growing, continuously evolving into a better, better self and is a giver. That's not going to change, right? That's not going to go anywhere. But what I do is I give the best of it. I wanted to package the best of it, the condensed version of it, up for the woman that I wanted to be with. And that's what I did. And so that's what caused us to have this type of relationship is because she's accepted those traits and they outweigh everything else, I would think. Yeah. The things that I that I do do well or excel at and the things you do do well and excel at was like the main things that i wanted mm -hmm. and that i was open to because the same thing like yes one of the big things i was looking for was a teacher and a leader um but i was also at my core someone who's willing to learn mm -hmm. and willing to right to you know work with the partner who i was going to be with mm-hmm Yeah. Don't cry, baby. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crying. <laughs> okay. You got a little sentimental and quiet there, baby. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, just pay attention to the levels of uh, trust that you have and openness that you have with a person. And as you give trust, you get more trust. Um, as you become more open, you, you, we tend to allow people to become more involved in who we are because we we trust them more and more and more and more and if you hold on and stay focused on those things relationships long they they work if you work them they last if you last them uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but you know it's just you know a couple things i mean that's they they work they absolutely work but sometimes people have this mentality that they can just go and just get a store-bought relationship um and they and they get mad at the fact that it doesn't taste homemade um and so you can't be mad at the store for not making it for making a pre-made cake um based on their recipe you can go to the same grocery store and get all the ingredients to make your own cake and that's what we try to give you we try to help you guys Get the recipe to bake your own cake so that it tastes exactly how you want it to taste. And you won't be able to complain to anybody else but yourself because it's your recipe. This is your recipe. This is something that is unique to you. Um, with the right ingredients, you can make and develop and attract the type of relationship, the type of person that you want. You can, you can attract the one by putting these certain ingredients into your life. And 
like I said, it, it really just boils down to understanding the things about yourself that won't change, that are productive, that are progressive, the things that will help you to be, to always the the uniqueness that you bring to this to this world. What is it you? What are you? What what makes you unique? What makes you stand out? Who are you? What ingredients make up you? The good and the bad. You need both. You gotta. You can't deny and neglect the bad, the negative traits about yourself. But the key thing with that is to make sure that the things that you that you give are good, even though internally you're still progressing in these areas, and you you have to rewrite the narrative of the things that you have experienced that cause you to look at it as a bad. Because everything is good when you look at it good. From the worst things that could ever happen to a person um, can be looked at as a good thing. Even though it's not a good situation, it's not a good thing, but the way you look at it determines what, what you are. Right. You know, that's Perspective the key. is everything. Perspective is everything. Because if not, you cannot be, you cannot develop power playing the victim, regardless. You cannot become powerful and become the, and be play the victim your whole life and everything. So, you know, that's something to grow on, one to grow on. But like I said, take these ingredients, take this recipe, and with the guides that will be coming out, the checklist, and create your own your own cake that tastes the way you want it to taste. And if it don't if it don't taste the way right way, start all over again till you get the recipe right. But I promise you this, when you do get the recipe right, man, it's going to be the best cake you ever had in your life. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to love it. I'm telling you, you're going to love that cake so much you will not want to ever go and buy another store-bought cake. You don't want the cookie-cutter relationship where people tell you, you know, this, that, and the third, you know. You want a relationship that is meant from you for you because it stems from you and so in closing that's uh pretty much it you guys um we are working on some things we're gonna do a lot more interviews on the podcast coming up um after episode 30 31 i got some other stuff i want probably want to do but it's gonna be around 30 31 we're gonna take like a month off a brother needs a break to recalibrate you know what i'm saying but we're gonna be doing some we're gonna be doing some amazing things coming up on the relationships and chill podcast we are we want to be the love hub we want to be the place that you come to when you like what should i do what should i do in this situation um but from a spiritual perspective you know we want to do it from a perspective that is encompassed in stuff that you ain't gonna get just from your run-of-the-mill relationship guru we're not your gurus or your anything like that what we are we're we're just people that we're like guides we're like tour guides like where you want to go we'll take you there right you know what i'm saying we're going to take you wherever you want to go but we're going to tell you why you might not want to go to this particular part of the world right you know what i'm saying but we ain't gonna let nothing happen to you at least under our watch um <laughs> We're going to make sure that you that you are protected. We're going to make sure that you are aware. And that's the key. The key is awareness. To right. be the key is to be self-aware, to be aware of yourself, to be aware of what you're bringing in. And uh you know, and attract better. You know, our goal is to make relationships the best they've ever been. Forget great again. We're going to make them better than they ever been before. That's right. So, um where where can they find more of these gems, my love? Um Hey, listen, I got a pocket full of them. <laughs> <laughs> pocket full of gems. I got a pocket full of gems. <laughs> now, but uh you can um you can catch us on at relationships and chill on Instagram, um Facebook same thing at relationships and chill. Relationshipsandchill.com will be up soon. Uh if you have any questions or anything, you can go to you can uh, email me at contact at relationships and chill. That is contact 
at relationships and chill. It's Coach R. Anthony. What you got, baby? Where you at? Where they can where can they find <laughs> where can they find this beautiful woman from at? Thanks. <laughs> Y'all can find me at um on Instagram at Coach Ululu. That is my IG handle. Um, and I am there helping inspire, motivate all you ladies out there again to focus on your self growth, improve that self awareness, and um, I like to approach it as well from a health and fitness perspective. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where I be at. Did you have any points you want? Any more points you wanted to touch on before we go? With finding the one. Yeah. Um, I think we covered it. The main thing is. Like you were saying, focus on exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, Not what you don't want. Right. I think that was like, like I was saying, a, a big shift for me is I was so clear mm-hmm. on what exactly I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, and I was ready and willing to, to fight for it mm-hmm. and like put in the work. Mm-hmm. Well, there you have it. Yeah. I wouldn't accept nothing less than her. That, that was that was my thing. I just would not accept anything less. But I knew I had to, to become something different to get her. So, and I did that. And guess what? Immediately when I saw her, I said, "That's gonna be my woman." That's that's how easy it is. Once you once you get through all the clutter, it's so easy, and so it makes just it just makes so it much makes sense because yeah. you're aligned with it. You're it you're, you're in tune with it, right? You know, I'm like that. It, what it was when I saw your picture was that is the woman that could go with me throughout this life. Mm. You know, based on your energy, just based on the energy that I saw in the picture, a combination of all the stuff I learned about body language, about energy, about attraction, about myself, just all crystallized in that one moment when I saw that picture and I said, that's her. You were in tune, my love. Tune, baby. <laughs> in tune but anyway that was uh that's today's episode um like i said you guys can catch us in those various places we love you guys um our faithful listeners and new listeners if you're listening to this for the first time we appreciate you listening and make sure you stay tuned hit that subscribe button so that you can stay abreast of all of our latest episodes. Make sure you go back and check out some of our previous amazing episodes so that you can see what we're all about. You guys, it's been real. It's been good. It's been real good. (laughs) We out of here. (laughs) Y'all take it easy. Peace. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Chill. For more information, on cultivating the relationship of your dreams, please follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Relationships and Chill or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Relationships and Chill TV. You can also visit our website at www.relationshipsandchill.com. Together, let's make relationships great again.